and welcome to the Lonely Girl Podcast. <laughs> I don't know if you guys just heard that, but that's my puppy and my dog play fighting. I don't know if I told you guys last episode I got a puppy. I don't know if I had the puppy the last time I recorded, to be honest. Um, but I have a puppy now. So cute. I think he's about 12 weeks. Um, he shares his birthday with my older brother, which I think is so funny. Anyway. Before I start this episode, I just need to say, I know I said I was going to release two episodes last week and I didn't, um, but I've been really busy. I'm sorry. I know. I know. I know I promised to release two episodes last week and I didn't and I have no excuse. I literally, oh, careful. Sorry. Um, I literally have no excuse. Um. I'm sorry. I will be better, guys. I know. I know. I am so sorry. And I always say that I will be better at releasing these episodes on time. Um, But I'm trying, okay? I'm trying. Oh, my God. Okay. So, this week's episode, I'm very excited about um, just because I'm going to be – well, this week I will be releasing two episodes. This one's going to be more lighthearted and then there's going to be – Another one released, uh, what's today? Today's Thursday. Another one released tomorrow on Friday. Um, and I'm not going to tell you what it's about yet. Um, but it's not, oh, it's a little serious. It's a bit serious, but this is a bit more, this is a bit more of a lighthearted one. My dogs have moved next to me, so they are now play fighting next to me. (laughs) So if you can hear them, I'm so sorry. Um, but this week's episode. I'm going to be talking about Heartstopper. Now, if you don't know what Heartstopper is, Heartstopper is... Oh, my God. Loki. Loki's the puppy's name, by the way. Heartstopper is... It was originally a book series by Alice... I don't want to, put, I don't want to mispronounce her last name. I think it's like Olsman. Um... There's four or five volumes. I've only got four volumes. I can't find the fifth one anywhere, so I don't know if it's actually been released yet. Um, but there's... Can you not? <laughs> oh, my God. Guys, don't get a puppy. They're so naughty. Um, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, so, yeah, it was originally a book series, like a webtoon comic book series thing. Um, by Alice o- Oseman. Ose- I really don't want to mispronounce it. Um, and it has now become a Netflix series. And, oh, my God, it's so good. So I hadn't read the webtoons or anything beforehand. Um, but I saw it pop up on my For You page, like clips from the, the Netflix series a couple of days ago. And I was like, i got to watch this. Like. I have got to watch this. And I got home from training that night at like nine o'clock. I had my dinner and I watched it and I binged it all in one night. And it was like, it was like 1am by the time I went to bed and I had to be up by five, but it was so worth it. And I've literally watched it every single day since then, because it only takes like two and a half hours, three hours to watch it all. Um, it's so bad. Um, but not, not not the series. The series is amazing, like so good, but it's so bad that I've literally watched it every single day since then. Um, 
And then I decided that I was going to get the book series because I wanted to, I wanted to know what happened next, you know? Like, I was like, I can't, I need to know, you know? Um, so I got the book series and I just finished reading it all. And mate, what an emotional roller coaster. I, I'm literally like, I had so many breakdowns reading the third and fourth volume. Like, it's not even funny. Like, one minute it was all, like, lovey-dovey. Next minute, bang, I was bawling my eyes out. Like, um, seriously, if you haven't seen it on Netflix, go watch it. Um, Joe and Kit play uh, Charlie and Nick amazingly. Um, but, yeah, I just, I just want to talk about it today because I feel like they're – there's some serious topics that go on through the show. Um, so, like, a little synopsis of the show. Oh, my God, my dogs are fighting again. Can you hear them? I put the microphone up and they both started licking it. I don't know if you heard them, but they were just fighting and I put the microphone up to them and they both started licking it. Um So, like, a little synopsis of the show is basically Charlie Spring is, like, he's, like, a gay teenage boy. I think he's 15. Um, Meets Nick Nelson, who's in the grade above him in their, like, form class. And they both start getting to know each other. And they both end up falling in love. But the only thing is, like, Nick's straight. At least he he thinks he is. And then he kind of just goes through, like, this uh, sexual awakening, I guess. Not sexual awakening. That's not the right word. He he just goes, oh, my God. My, my puppy won't stop barking. I'm so sorry. I'll be right back. All right. I'm back. Um, What was I saying? So... Nick, he's the only problem is is Nick is straight, um, and he goes through this. I I said sexual awakening before, but it's not like it's not. I don't think it's. I think that I don't think that. Bleh, la, 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 la. I don't think that's what it's called. Oh my god, my puppy is falling off the bed. Oh my god, guys, don't try and record a podcast when you've got a puppy. It's not going to work out. Um, he sort of at first is really confused about his feelings for Charlie because he's like, it's like so weird. I don't feel about any of my other friends like this. Like, why do I feel like this towards this boy? Um, And at first he sort of put it off as, you know, maybe he's just like my best, best friend. Like, and then he starts sort of going through a, how, how well, he worded it, a gay crisis. Um, That's how he worded it. And that's pretty much what it was. And, I'm just going to say that scene when he looked up, am I gay? And all those things came up and, oh, I bawled my eyes out. Um, but I just, I love the show and obviously the books as well. I read the books. I just love everything about this series, like both the show and the books, just because I think it's so realistic. So many times I read books and they're just not realistic like it's like for example in volumes three and four of um 
Heartstopper of the books or the webtoons, whatever you want to call it. Um, I don't want. Oh, I don't want to spoil it. Oh well, spoilers ahead. Um, Charlie goes through some mental issues and he suffers with an eating disorder. Um, like he suffered this eating disorder. It's pretty not obvious. Um, in the Netflix series, like. You- <laughs> Sorry, my puppy just dove off the bed like like he he just jumped off all fours and landed like all fours. Oh my god, that was so funny. I'm sorry, I'm not laughing at eating disorders. I trust me, I'm the last person to laugh at that about that sort of stuff. Um, that was just really funny. This, like I said, this episode is going to be kind of chaotic, which is why I'm going to do a more serious one tomorrow. Um, which we'll be talking about like which we'll be talking about uh, some of the topics that actually are covered in this series. Um, But, you know, so he goes to an eating disorder and I love how um, it's kind of handled. Like I feel like in a lot of novels nowadays and a lot of TV series and movies, you know, like a character will go through – are really like will have a, a mental illness or an eating disorder. Um, what was I saying? Sorry, these dogs are so distracting. Um, I'm gonna just try and uh talk through the chaos of my dogs. Um, and if you hear them, I'm sorry, I'll try and be louder than them. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, so a lot of like novels and books and tv series nowadays did i say novels and books they're the same thing i whacked myself on the head then face palm um a lot of books and tv series and movies nowadays they'll um (laughs) (laughs) oh my god my dog just came up to my face and licked me I can't talk through that when he's, like, in my face. Um, Jeez, this is so – I can't record with these dogs. I can't, I can't. Okay, one of them just walked out. I think we're good. Um, A lot of TV series, movies, books, they will sort of touch on these topics of eating disorders and mental illnesses. Um, You know, like, one of the characters will develop an eating disorder. Um – and it's very loosely touched on and then boom, they fall in love and everything's okay. And it never really gets touched on again. And it's like, no, that's not, that's not how I wish it worked like that. Like I wish it was like in real life. I wish if someone had an eating disorder, if they fell in love, everything would just magically be better, but that's not how it works. And I love how this series touches on this. Like it doesn't, Oh, it doesn't just touch on it. It goes into depth about it. And you know, Nick, he, I'm pretty sure in the books, Nick even says, you know, like, I just want to be there for him, but I can't help him. And I don't understand why, you know, me being there for him isn't helping him. And like, he's so confused because, like, I love him and it's not fixing him. And his mum sort of explains, well, it's not like it's in the movies, you know, like, and I love the fact that that's in there like that because it's so true. And I think a lot of people, 
read those novels and see those movies and TV series and goes and go like, why is it my life like that? Like why, like I'm depressed. Like why haven't I been cured because I'm in love with something? Like you, you know what I mean? Like I feel like a lot of people look at this unrealistic standard and think that that's how it is when it's not. And so I love how realistic this book series portrays that. Um, and I'm really excited to see how they um, go about Charlie's mental health in the Netflix series. Because it's sort of, in the first season, it's been very loosely hinted at. Like, when they go to the cinema, for example, and Nick goes, you know, do you want popcorn? We can get sweet or salty or a mixture of both. And Charlie goes, oh, I'm not really hungry. And you can just sort of tell something's sort of up. And I think even... Nick knew he because he was like you know Char are you okay um and he thinks that it's just to do with um you know Harry and Ben being there but it's it's not well it is sort of but it's a mixture of that and the fact the eating thing um so it's very loosely like hinted at in the first series and I'm very excited to see how they go about it in the second and third season because I heard that volume three and four are going to be separate seasons obviously because they talk about such serious topics Alice really wanted to um take the time and not rush through it which I because I read that somewhere in an article that she wanted the third and fourth volume to be separate seasons which I love the fact that she wants to you know not just brush over it like she really wants to go into depth about it and really wants to get it out there that you know this is what an eating disorder and this is what mental illness really looks like and it's not all sunshines and rain it's not all sunshine and rainbows like like it is in the movies you know and I love that um moving on from that I also I want to talk about how this tv series and how this book series made me feel as a straight person or at least fuck I thought I thought I was straight now I'm like am I I genuinely was like I I think sexuality is just such not a weird thing it's definitely not a weird thing it's just ever-changing and it's so hard to understand and I've never really talked about my sexuality before because I always just kind of went, oh, yeah, I'm straight, like, whatever. And over the past few days, I've been really thinking about it, you know? Just I just I think because I've watched this series and I've read the books and I'm like, I'm like, wow, like, I just, I just, I've had some, like, not realisations, but I've had a lot of thoughts and I've been, doing a lot of deep thinking in the past few days um which I will discuss another time with you because I feel like if I started talking about what I've been thinking about recently I will be talking for ages and I don't want this episode to be super super long I don't want it to be like three hours long because who's going to listen to that no one um but I definitely do want to talk about it I also don't know if I'm super comfortable talking about it right now 
um, just because I'm not 100% sure what's going on in my head right now, to be honest. Um, yeah, so, okay, moving on from that. I now want to quickly talk about um, the adult figures in this series. Uh, uh, more, uh, I think I see it a little bit more so in... Uh, no, no, actually, no, I see it in the book series, but I, I'll use the Netflix series as an example because um, I feel like more people would have seen that than read the books. Um, I absolutely adore the adult figures in the series. I love the fact that they're not overbearing, but they're also still there, if that makes sense. I think in, like, a lot of series, like, if I look at, like, I don't know, like, Pretty Little Liars or Euphoria or – no, actually, not you're not Euphoria. Uh, I'm going to scrap those two two examples. like Riverdale, for example. <laughs> I don't think I've seen it. Oh no, I saw one episode of Riverdale, which is the one where Jughead goes on about his hat, um, which I think was like season one. And then I see bits and pieces on Netflix or whatever on Netflix on TikTok, and I'm I'm always like, what the fuck is happening with this show? Anyway, not the point of this. Um, I feel like in a lot of TV series, in particular, the parents aren't really around. The kids can do whatever the fuck they want. Um, but then in other series. They can be quite overbearing, but um, I love how this series has created a very good balance with the adult figures. Like, they're there and they're supportive and they're guiding. Like, whenever there's like a dilemma, um, with any of like the characters in the story, um, the adults are there to sort of help them and guide them, but they don't baby them like they don't hold their hands and go this is what you got to do and they but they also don't go I don't know you fucking do what you want to do you know they they're there and they sort of give them questions um whenever they ask whenever like for example the art teacher is very good example of this um throughout the Netflix series um you see like Charlie go in to Mr. Singh and, you know, and go, like, what do I do? I need help, blah, blah, blah. And he doesn't really help him. Like, he helps him, but he doesn't go, oh, this is what you've got to do. He sort of gives him an open-ended answer or or asks him a question back and lets him sort of figure it out on his own but he's still like he's like he has helped him like a quarter of the way and lets him figure it out the rest of the way if that makes any sense and I just I don't know I feel like what I just said made no sense but I just like the fact that the adults weren't babying these 15 and 16 year olds like because I feel like in some series, it's like they either they're either really overbearing and baby them and help them through everything, or they're just not there at all. And these kids are going out doing drugs and shit like that, and the kids don't, and the parents don't give two shits, sort of thing. Um, but I just like the how this series had a very good balance um, 
with the adults kids even though they're not really kids adult kids relationships sort of um lastly I want to talk about how well I thought how realistic and how well I thought this show portrayed things like homophobia and transphobia um because again I feel like in a lot of series you know someone comes out gay it's like they just come out and everyone's okay with it and and that's that and no one gives them shit whereas I think we all know that that's not the case like there are people who, like Harry for example who I don't think he realizes like what he's saying is homophobic um and rude and whatnot i think he's just having a laugh with his mates like oh yeah this isn't gonna hurt anyone um and i think there are a lot of people out there like that that don't they kind of because of the way they were brought up they don't realize that what they're saying is you know not right does that make sense because in the books he does sort of come around and go i I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. And then Charlie goes, yeah, look, your sorry isn't good enough for me because uh, you put me through absolute hell for, like, years. And fucking good on Charlie for that. Like, Charlie was not a pushover, and I love it. Um, but I just think the show portrayed that really well, and I don't think we see that portrayed enough. Like, it's really hard to watch, and I get so angry watching it because I'm like, like – if I could, I'd absolutely deck that person. Like if they were standing right in front of me and they were saying that shit to it, not even it doesn't. They wouldn't have, even have to be my friend, but if they were just someone, you know, who was openly out or whatever, and someone was saying homophobic things to them, fuck, I would get so angry. I'd deck them, and I did get so angry reading it and watching it, and I was like, oh my god. But it's it's it happens like. It happens all the time and it just doesn't get portrayed enough in the media at all. Um, so I love the fact that the show touched on that um, as well as the transphobia because if you guys don't know, L is transgender. Um, it's sort of, it's touched a little bit more in the book because there's like a little um, Tau and L series and it's like her first day at Higgs or whatever and it's just I I love it I love it um and I I do want them to go into it a little bit more um next season hopefully um just because like in the first season obviously it's based off of Nick and Charlie um but I would love to get a bit more of a backstory with Elle like I think that'd be really fascinating um and it would be, be really good for all those people out there who are questioning their gender identity and questioning you know like you know like I think it'd be really good for them to see that and I think it would be great to have that representation for them as well if it was a bit of a backstory to Elle and how she realized who she was if that makes sense um but yeah Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode this was just a little bit of a 
a rambling, lighthearted episode um, because, like I said, I will be releasing a deeper one tomorrow. Like, it'll be – it's not, like, going to be full on, but it's going to be deep. Like, like I said, I've been doing a lot of deep thinking lately um, and I've been very caught up in my own thoughts. Um, so, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. If you haven't watched Heartstopper, go watch it on Netflix. I highly recommend it. I usually don't watch um, a lot of things on TV just because I'm a very busy person. Um, but when I saw this, I was like, okay, I've got to give it a, I got to give it a go, and I absolutely love it. Like I said, I've literally watched it every single day um, since I first watched it, and. Yeah, I highly recommend it. If you can get the books, I recommend reading the books. If not, um, there is a webtoon that you can read it on and it's exactly like the books because um, the books are in like a comic style, which I love. I think that's so cute. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. If you aren't following me on my social medias, go do that. Um, my personal instagram is maddie m-a-d-d-y dot underscore dot wilson spelled w-i-l-s-o-n um my podcast instagram is at lonely girl podcast um my dog is barking again if you want to add me on snapchat my snapchat is maddie underscore carol um, my Twitter is at I'm Maddie Wilson. My podcast Twitter is at LonelyGirl underscore pod. And my TikTok is at I'm Maddie Wilson. I hope you all have an amazing day. I will see you all tomorrow. Um, yeah. Be nice to each other. Be kind. Um, drink some water. Stay hydrated, queens. I love you all so much. Have an amazing, amazing day. Love you long time. Bye.